that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass to Dennis Asaf. Uh, they just uh, completed uh, Lars, Nick, and Olace, and they got uh, Comedy of Tenors coming up. Finally getting back on the stage. I haven't been on a stage in a long time, and neither have they, but they're cranking it up again, and they're about to announce a whole new season next year. So let's find out how Dennis Asaf and JPAS is getting their act together on stage right here on the Spudcast right after this. Bud here. Do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hairdryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 9473392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market. Or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Ready to wave bye-bye to this rotten year? Then get the greatest holiday gift of 2020, the iWave air purifier from Serentine Comfort Systems. This proven ion technology kills molds, allergens, bacteria, even viruses, including COVID-19. Serentine can install the iWave right in your existing AC unit. No UV bulbs, no filters, no maintenance, and all for about 25 bucks a month. Call your iWave dealer, Serentine Comfort Systems, at 504-833-8831, 504-833-8831. 8831. Okay, so we're talking to uh, Dennis Asaf, who is like, you got how many how many different hats you have over there, Jay Pass, Dennis? I mean, you're like the artistic director, one of the directing producer, uh, you're a founder of it. I mean, you just, I, I know you don't sweep up anymore, but you used to do that. So anyway. Well, actually, let me correct you. I just came back from our scenic studios uh, where we have rehearsal and store all of our sets and everything. And we began rehearsals on our next production of A Comedy of Tenors, directed by local boy Anthony Lashura. We can talk about him in a minute. Oh, yeah. From the Metropolitan Opera. He's come back. I brought him back to direct the show. But uh, I go in there, and there's like three giant garbage cans full of trash. So that they, never, they never dragged them outside? Right. Guess what the founding director of JPAS was doing this afternoon? Okay, well then I uh, putting out the trash. <laughs> then, then you weren't scrubbing the toilets because I know there's something you don't do over there. So I ain't gonna go. We'll go. We'll, we'll leave it yeah. like that. <laughs> but I did empty all the trash in the bathrooms. I've been and, there. And full disclosure, I did check the toilets to see if they didn't scrub it. But that's <laughs> the way it is, you know. Yeah. You know, somebody, uh, somebody's got to do it. You know, everybody's got a a certain job description, and uh, none of that's in their job description. But it falls no. to 
founding directors to have to do that. Well, if, if the people below don't have, you know, people don't necessarily have the work ethic that you and I grew up with, you know? Yeah. I mean, like the first time I did the Kingfish at the, the, uh, the Roosevelt in the blue room and it uh -huh. was sold out. And, oh, afterwards, I mean, they came backstage to get me in well, before I could get out of costume. People want to take pictures and meet you. No, 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 no. And I come outside and I was there for at least 45 minutes to an hour, taking pictures, all that stuff in my Huey suit, the whole shebang. It was so, God, it was just, I was ready to start my own solar system. I had so much sunshine blown up my butt. Then I get <laughs> undressed and I get home and I immediately start scooping the cat boxes. So kind of keeps you humble there, Dennis. <laughs> well, I had a friend of mine who was, uh, who was the, uh, base commander of the Pensacola Naval Air Station. I used to stay with him when I would uh, be conducting opera with Pensacola Opera. And uh, he took me on a tour of the, of the base. He was a captain in the Navy, which is the equivalent of a full bird colonel. Yeah, he's a, he's a hot and, dog. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm following him around, and I said, man, I, I can't get over the, the deference that everybody can stop and salute you, and yes, sir, yes, sir, yes. And he says, yeah, yeah, when I'm on this base, everybody's kick, kissing my ass. But when I go home, my wife is kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is, and the way it always shall be. I can, I can, I can relate to that. <laughs> so, JP, all right. So, like everybody else, I mean, the film industry is kaput. It's finally creeping back. Uh, NCIS New Orleans is leaving. I've never done that show. My wife did two episodes of it. I never got on it once. Walk a Texas huh. Ranger, all this stuff. I never got on any of that stuff. And now it's like there is no film industry. There is no theater, basically. It's it's starting to creep back. But you found a way to put on uh, some pretty good theater over there. I, I, I unfortunately didn't have a chance to go see any of it. Uh, but Janet Shea is, and, and, and all the rest of the, the regulars uh, who work around here, from, from what I've read, it was another resounding success for J-Pass, you know? Yeah, it, artistically, uh, it, it was a success. We did, uh, she directed Cuckoo's Nest for us, and it was a big, big hit. But of course, even in a 1,000 seat theater that they say you got to have 50% capacity, well, that wouldn't be so bad if we could sell 500 tickets. Yeah. But then you have to social distance, which cuts it down to 120, uh, uh, 250. And unfortunately, we still haven't been able to get 200. People are just scared to come out, man. So even with everything we're doing, with all the COVID regulations we've published, and uh, we even we even like school grade children. We, we have the ushers dismiss people at the end of the show, row by row, so they're not ganging up with each other and can't stay in the lobby. And actors are wearing masks. The audience is wearing masks the whole time and not selling refreshments. So we're you know so we're we're one of the few that's back producing. But boy, I tell you what, it's it's, it's not financially rewarding. No. And then we did. Uh, well, wait, wait! Before you go any further, better. I want to know. I want to know what how it was like. How did it portray with the actors wearing masks? I mean, projection's always a big deal. And uh, right. when I said y'all had like clear plastic masks, which I have, I have a clear screen right. uh, that I wear. I just have it attached to a fedora, and I just slip it on and off. Did it? I mean, did yeah. it interfere very much? Was it, I mean, did you use you use the no, little tiny mics? Pretty well. It, uh, yeah, we had the little tiny mics that you know taped it right to your cheek. And um, it uh, these are these aren't the they're not the full face mask you know 
like a motorcycle mask. Yeah. It's uh, it's just a little thing that covers your chin, your mouth, and your nose. And from a distance, you can hardly tell they're wearing because they they put uh, makeup on the strap to, to blend in with your face. So it it works pretty well. Uh, it, it was a little bit problematic with a couple of the actors running around the stage. You can hear them huffing and puffing <laughs> on the microphone. But uh, that, that would be me, man. Yeah, I, that was the only distraction. Well, I don't know. We did Nutcracker in December, man. Yeah, I heard about that kids, one, too. Especially the principal. They were wearing regular cloth masks. And, boy, I'm telling you, man, when they did their routine, they were sucking some wind, boy. You could see that mask flopping in and out from their mouth. It yeah. Was, uh, I felt so bad for them. Well, the thing that gets me is... is uh... <sighs> Like so many, like the football players, okay, they got tons of money, and somebody has to sit out because they got they got uh, COVID. If yeah. if I would have been Gail Benson, I would have just go look. You want to play football for the Saints? Say goodbye to everybody. You know, you're gonna go to a hotel to the practice, and everybody who comes in there is gonna be tested negative, and that's it. You, I mean, y'all couldn't really afford that, but it would seem to me that would be the ideal thing to do if the if the if the tests were like. The really quick ones, you just test everybody, and if they don't have a problem, let everybody get out on the stage and sing. You know, I mean, it would be, I'll yeah. sit out in the audience and wear a mask just so I could listen to something, you know, beautiful without being muffled with all this. And and those masks, I don't care how clever they are and how they look or whatever. They just, you know, this is getting so old. It just really yep, is. It's getting old. It's getting old. And, you know, I just wish people would hurry up and get their vaccines. I got my first shot. Hopefully we can start uh, digging out of this because I tell you what, man, our industry is, as you well know, man, it's big, big dying here. Well, big I dying. I had COVID and I got the antibody infusion, which I highly recommend. By the way, hmm. I had like no symptoms. Once I got the shot, once I got the infusion, it took about two hours. I quarantined for two weeks up here in my, you know, the Camelback upstairs bedroom. Maureen slept on the couch for two weeks. I had a couple of headaches. But the only time I went down was to get something to eat, you know, and uh, and yeah. that was it. The rest of the time I was up here all the time. But uh, I highly recommend that that if you get that. When when did you were you able to make an appointment to go see this? I've, I've been checking, texting yeah. back and forth with Perry Martin, and he told me he went and got his shot. But he just kind of showed up over there too, and uh, and you know they had extras because there's so many people not showing up for their appointments. At the end of the day, they got extra shots every day. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I I, I just went to CVS.com. And uh, typed in my area code and uh, my zip code. And um, in, in Hammond, I live in Covington now. And Hammond came up, and I got an appointment. Went over there. My next, my next shot is next Wednesday. My second shot. I'm kind of nervous about it because I heard the second shot hurts, and, and a lot of people get a get a reaction from it. I've heard that. I've talked to people. I mean. I've read the story about the one person who died after that, but mostly what I've heard is mostly what I've heard is it doesn't, you know, maybe uh, a little lethargic, a little fatigue. I've heard some people get sick, like flu like symptoms that last a couple of days, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not even eligible. It. I'm not eligible to My get wife it. I've got it. And all, all she did was lose a little sense of smell and taste. She never felt bad. The three of us, she and I, and my special daughter went and got tested. She, she was positive. My daughter and I were negative, and she said, "What, really?" So she just kind of lost taste and, and smell for a while. 
Mm-hmm. And she still has a little bit of lingering, lingering loss of taste and smell. Well, I don't have uh, any, I didn't have any of that. So, but I had, like I said, I had the juice, but I'm not eligible until the end of April. All right, man, let's get back to the, uh, oh yeah, we're going to yeah. be running out of time. So let's, uh, let's, uh, talk. Um, okay. What's coming up next is comedy of tenors. What is that exactly? I've heard of that, but well, I don't know heard, what it is. I, I, I'm sure you've heard of the show. Lend me a tenor. Yes, I have. This, this is by Ken Ludwig and it's not quite a sequel, but it's similar. He, he even in his, Author's notes, he says it's not a sequel, perhaps, per se, but it's, um, it's a show about 1936 Paris. This promoter is putting on a three tenors concert in Paris, and um, one of the tenors drops out. The star tenor shows up in the hotel. It all takes place in a hotel suite, and the star tenor shows up with his wife, and he's all depressed because he's doing this, this, uh, this concert with the up-and-coming star tenor and the, and, and the receptionist didn't recognize him and called him Carlo when his name is Tito. So he's all depressed and his wife is trying to uh, to comfort him. But it's a typical farce. They're, they're, uh, these, these tenors are, are fooling around with other women. Uh, the, no, uh, tenors the don't do that. Tenor, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, the baritones usually do that. <laughs> the tenor. The tenors are usually uh, five foot three, and uh, they're, they're making love to a, a four hundred pound soprano on the stage. I digress. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's a typical farce with with uh, uh, everybody hopping into each other's bed, mistaken identity. Uh, it's clean, but it's uh, you know. Yeah. Like I said, but it is what identity. it is. Yes. Well, it's, it's like watching. Farce. It's yeah, like watching Tartuffe. You know. Until the guy shows up in just his drawers. I've seen productions of it where, you know, the women uh, flash a little bit. But that's n- that's not necessary. I mean, we all know what's going on. But he has to show up in yeah. his underwear for the shock value because it is just hilarious. But other than that, yeah, yeah, it's clean. You can bring your, your 10, 12-year-old kid to this. So you should be able to bring him to this. All right. When we get back, yeah. we're going to pick it up right there. We'll talk about West Wego, uh, the Teatro Wego, and everything else that's going on with J-Pass. And uh, what's uh, what's it looking like in the future? In the meantime, it's okay, the Spudcast buddy. podcast talking about my ask with J Pass uh, artistic director uh, Dennis Asaf back with more right after this. Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Brandner, the guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brander does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brander, 345-1111. Spud here. On Friday, two friends told me they had COVID. Monday evening, I started feeling punky. Tuesday morning at 6.30, I was at Rapid Urgent Care getting tested. And by 7 o'clock, I was quarantined. Don't fool around. If you have any symptoms, let the professionals at Rapid Urgent Care diagnose your condition. They've got you covered with eight clinics from Baton Rouge to Bogalusa, from Metairie to Mandeville. You can even visit a doctor online. Mask up and get yourself and your loved ones tested at Rapid Urgent Care. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find the clinic nearest you.
Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem. Home Team Elevation. End the worry. Stop insurance rate hikes. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the Home Team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with Home Team Elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. or go to hometeamelevation.com. And we're back talking to Dennis Asaf here on the Spudcast. Uh, Jefferson Performing Arts, the next show coming up. Uh, this is in the, in the big theater on Airline. Uh, right. A Comedy of Tenors, the Jefferson Performing Arts Center. Uh, a Comedy of Tenors. Uh, what's going on out in uh, Teatro Wigo over there? Well, in, in West Wigo, Teatro Wigo, as you know, is the uh, cabaret space on Sala Avenue. The West Wigo Performing Arts Theater the, the regular proscenium. Oh, the bigger theater. one, yeah, yeah like where, the two hundred seat. Yeah, theater, where yeah. you did your spud show. Yeah. Um, that uh, that is, we've been hosting um, comedy shows. We've got the uh, Comedy Zone, which is a national comedy uh, uh, agency that's been supplying us with national performers uh, one a, one a month. We just want to keep something going in West Vega. And this Friday and Saturday, we have uh, actually a national. Uh, comedian but he's he's based out of mandeville of all places and his name is mutzi m-u-t-z-i-e maybe you've heard of it i have heard of Uh, him i've never seen his set though but he's going to be the headliner well you and maureen could be my guest uh saturday is sold out by the way uh we do have seats available for friday and then we, we came up with a brainstorm in order to uh to attract more local i mean attract more patrons that we opened it up for a competition for local comedians to submit their video to the Comedy Zone people. And they actually chose five local comedians who will be the warm-up acts before Mutsi comes on. So we'll have a total of six um, comedians Friday and Saturday night. That's and a that's long... 177, that's, Tala. That's, that's a long bill, man. Six comics up yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're limited to 10 to 12 minutes each. Yeah. Well, when I did stand-up back in the 80s, it was like the opening act and the MC were the same person, usually. You did 15, mm-hmm. the middle act did 30, the headliner did 45 to an hour, you know? And right. uh, and that, that was that was the show. Uh, you got, man, yeah. you got five people, five people in front of Mutsy doing five to 10 minutes each, man. That, that's yeah. It's going to be funny. Yeah, it's going to be a be, lot of laughs, it's but it's... Be- yeah, it could be two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be and a show. And it's only 20 bucks, man. Come on, 20 bucks. No, that's pretty cheap. We're just trying, yeah, we're just trying to keep uh, you know, our name out there, trying to keep West Wego's name out there. Um, and uh, they're a lot of fun. We've been doing this now for almost a year. Uh, every month, we got a, a pair of comedians coming in. But this time, like I said, we got six, five locals and a headliner. Who are some of the locals? But it's fun. Oh, let's see. You would ask me that. Yeah, I would. Let me, uh, let me... Well, I know. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what? That guy was on the radio with Mike Weldon. He was a stand-up for years. He passed away right before Christmas, and he knew all these local comics. I I haven't done stand-up in forever. You know, I did a little bit with uh, when Jody Barella was running that place in Kenner. The, they had taken over that the, the children's castle over there, and I did a couple of shows yeah. there with her. But it's like, oh, I miss it. But I am so out of practice. So it's it's not exactly my forte anymore. Let me uh, keep talking. I'm I'm standing my computer here for a pre- for a, for a press That's release. Stumped. I stumped you. 
anyway. Yeah, they had the photo, the photos of all the and names of all the uh, actors. Yeah, well, wait got, a minute. Uh, Here I one, am. One lady. Here. One lady. Do you not? Do you not get our uh, our email blast? You know what? I may have, but I haven't even checked my emails today. All right, I'm looking at it. I'm look. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. You found it, Matt Owens, Patrick, yeah, and Donny. I don't know him. Alex Curo. I've heard the yeah. name. Omar Finley, Allison Hotard. I've heard of her. I've heard of her and Tim Young and Nola J. And that's April the twenty third and fourth. That's coming in. Mutsy, yeah, his face is familiar. I haven't heard his set, but then again. I don't get out much, Dennis. I'm getting old, you know. But one thing I will I, do. I know the feeling. I will do this for you. I will reprise my role as uh, Edna if you want to do. If you want Yeah. I'll, cause hairspray. I, if you want to do yeah, hairspray again. <laughs> well, it was fun. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. The cast was great. Uh, as a matter of fact, I keep bumping into Vatican Loki and we t- keep telling each other backstage stories, you know, but, uh, yeah. that, yeah, I'll, I'm sure I, the two of you have them. Tell you oh that. God, all the years and stuff that we've done, but yeah, I would, uh, that's something I would do. If you ever, if you ever have a, uh, an inkling to do it again, call me first and all I got to do is set out the dates because that, I had a lot of fun. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I just got, uh, an email couple of days ago from the young lady who played uh stacy oh yeah i have her yeah she's got a she's got an act with uh this this guy you know she's a fabulous singer yes she really is and uh and uh, she's she's got a uh a, a gentleman who they do a, a cabaret show together and boy is he good wow so she's offering her services to me that i gotta follow up on i'm glad you mentioned that to me because i read the email and uh i did not respond I, I I still have her name in my phone. If she she still has the same uh, same yeah, number, Michelle contact. Dowdy. Yeah, Michelle. I still have her her name and number in my. I, if it's the same one, I mean that was a few years ago. You never know. But uh, if you like, I'll send you. I'll send. I'm, I'm going to send this to you right now. I'm okay. going to forward you the email I got so you can see. It's got a wonderful show. So what is it? Spud at. Uh. uh well, let's see. I got five or six. Just send it to the Spudcast Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I don't have that. What about uh, Spud Lifer at gmail? Yeah, Spud Lifer, you know, Gmail. That works. Yeah. And the other one the other one is Spudcast. The Spudcast Podcast. That's just for this. You know, that's the that's the email that I use because I email this thing to a whole bunch of people. So uh-huh. all right, cool. Well, what is it, what's the season looking like now for uh, for J Pass? Okay, so we got comics well, we're gonna coming. Be announcing, yeah, we're going to be announcing soon. Um, we've got um, we're going to do uh, well, first of all in the summer we're going to be announcing our summer camps for kids. We're doing Shrek Junior. Mm-hmm. Then we're doing Adam's Family Junior in West Vigo, and then we're going to close the season with Newsies. It's going to be the full blown ju- version oh. of the high school kids. So we got three full-blown musical productions this summer, God willing. Last last summer we had to cancel all three of them and issue over fifty thousand dollars worth of refunds. Hmm. Ouch. Yeah. Then uh, then we're going to open the season with the full-blown Adams family. Then at Christmas, of course, we have a fundraiser, pasta and puccini. Yeah. In October. Then in December we're doing uh, It's a Wonderful Life, not the musical, the play. Then uh, at the end of December, we're going to do our annual Nutcracker performance. 
And then in February for Black History Month, I'm most excited about this show called Fly. And it's a, a story based on the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, uh, you know really, what? I've heard really, of that. Yeah. yeah. What, as a matter of fact, one, the, like the last Tuskegee Airmen in Arizona just passed, I believe. You know, oh, but oh, that, that oh. yeah, I, I've I've heard of that play. You know what? I oh, mean, did you know. Go ahead. Did you know that Sally Ann Roberts uh, and her sister Robin Roberts, their dad was a Tuskegee Airman? No. So we're I... going to be. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be reaching out to Sally Ann, who's I'm, I'm sure is still living here. She's in Mississippi. Uh, oh, well, that's close enough. Yeah. Hopefully, she'll come and and join us for this uh, celebration. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's a multimedia kind of show. The uh, the actors, um, you know, they they, they they it's all choreographed. They they pretend to be flying the aircraft, and you've got all these sound effects and projections mm-hmm. of the airplanes flying, and it's really quite a stunning piece. And then, uh, then we're going to close the season with um, the full-blown Shrek version in um, okay. in uh, April. Yeah, and then, uh, then, then we're working on some shows. I got another show I'm looking at. I'm hoping I can get the license for it. Uh, it came across my desk. It's a, it's a show called My Lord, What a Night, and it's based on the true story of when um, Marian Anderson was giving a, a recital in Princeton, and after, after she uh, did the recital, she went to go check into a hotel, and they wouldn't let her in. Oh, yeah. So I've Albert read. Einstein uh, reaches out to her, and she comes and spends the night at his place. And uh, it's quite a moving show. She, the, the character of Marian Anderson actually actually sings two songs in the show. But it's uh, it's quite a, a powerful piece about prejudice. And and so you got Albert Einstein, who was Jewish, and his Jewish colleague, who actually brought him from Germany to be a professor at Princeton. And then you have another African American lady who um, who is trying to get Marian to. Uh, to use her celebrity for social justice. Uh, it's, it's a great show. No, I'm looking I'm, forward I'm, to it. I'm, yeah, I'm proud and excited to present it. Uh, let me tell you about one other thing that's been really terrific. Okay. Uh, you know Ray Verzell, right? Yeah. Not well, but yeah, I know. Yeah. He, he sent me an email a couple of months ago offering his theater students to become interns for us. And man, let me tell you, we have had eight outstanding young theater student majors from Dillard University working with us backstage in the light booth, in the sound booth, uh, flower spot booth, costumes, up being assistant stage managers. They attend rehearsals. And even two of them have actually had small roles in Cuckoo's Nest. And it, it's, been, it's been a real godsend, and they are such wonderful kids. I'm telling you. In fact, we got another email that just went out today. Uh, check it. You'll see. Uh, you'll see their pictures and a little write-up about mm-hmm. what this uh, intern program means for us and means to them. Yeah. Well. And, and they get a little stipend at the end of it. It's not a free deal, you know. Yeah. Well, when I was that age, I was a uh, full juice, and now I'm old and jaded. So. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Now I'm sitting going, oh God, yeah, they're uh, gonna get. Yeah. Three thousand dollars worth of work out of you for thirty bucks, but you know what? They <laughs> learned a whole lot because there's a big difference yep. between 
you know, theater. When I was going to college, undergrad and grad school, like for instance, I was in a scene design class, Nels Anderson at LSU. And he's going, you don't have to worry about the budget. If if the technology exists, you can incorporate it into your design, the the whole shebang. And it's like, that's cool. And then you get out of school and it's like, everything is about the budget. And you gotta you gotta make, you gotta put on a and when when we did the Kingfish, the first set, I designed it and built it myself. I mean, Billy Pete, a friend of mine down there, helped me. And uh, I mean, everything included was eight hundred bucks. Connecting platforms, furniture, standing uh, things to to do rear projections on all of it, eight hundred bucks. And I told that to a guy, and he didn't believe me. I'm going, dude, I nailed every nail in that thing. I know exactly how much it cost, eight hundred bucks. <laughs> and it's like, you know, yeah. then when we went to New York, I had a bigger budget. I had twenty five hundred bucks, and I had a, a, an artist friend of mine, Little Chuck, working with me, and so we were able to create a really nice piece. But even they were going twenty five hundred bucks. You'd have to pay eight, nine thousand dollars for that set up here. So yeah, that's why we ain't up here. Wow. That's why we came from yeah. down there. So yeah. anyhow, so, all right, all right. I'm out of time. How can people find out and buy tickets and 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 do the whole shebang uh, with JPass? Well, go to our website. You can pick your seat. That's that's JPAS dot org, uh, or you can call five zero four eight eight five two thousand and uh, order your tickets that way. But it's easy if you go online. You can see what seats are available. We had to block off the seats to keep you uh, from infecting somebody else. Yes, my God. Everybody's got COVID. It's like everybody's got either COVID or West Nile, so don't spit on me. So there you go. (laughs) But do that. uh, And you can buy season tickets or individual tickets or whatever you want. Yes, we have season tickets. You're the first to hear what the season's going to be. We're going to be announcing the season soon, but uh, no, season tickets aren't available yet. For next season, but they will be. Correct. But you can get yeah. tickets for Comedy of Tenors, and you can sign your kids yep. up for J-Pass Summer Camp. Uh, or you can go yeah, see April comedy first, this weekend. Yeah, that's right. A lot of stand-up comedy this weekend. Yeah. Cool. So Thanks. the kids, we'll have reservation, uh, reg- uh, registration for kids' summer camps starting April 1st. That's right around. And there'll be more information on that because you can sign up online for that, too. But I urge you to be quick because uh, the East Bank camps sell out in a matter of hours. It's It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you've been doing it a long time. You kind of got your act together. Dennis, I'm over the gun. I got to go. I appreciate you taking the time, man. God bless you. Thank you, man. Thank you. God bless. Wrapping up the Spudcast right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing. And it needs to keep on growing because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Hey, what you gonna do this weekend? You can't go dancing and go to the show because the Corona Cootie's back with a vengeance. Oh, I got an idea. Go fishing. Yeah, get yourself a licensed and insured guide on lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. And at lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos galore from all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And Don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. So, okay, Dennis Asop, J-Pass. So they got a season coming up. They also got a tale of two tenors. That ought to be fun. And, of course, the comedy coming up at uh, Teatro Wigo. Uh, 
Anyway, thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast Podcast. You can hear it on Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Public Radio, Stitcher. I'm also on Twitter at SpudGotThat. And my three Facebook pages, uh, Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big Teasy. If you would like to have the podcast emailed directly to you, or if you'd like to sponsor the podcast and have your commercials run during it, because you see how cool they are, you can contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. See y'all next week. Coming up next week, Dane Cialino, and we're going to talk about Cardell Hayes, and uh, also Representative Larry Freeman, because I got a piece of legislation about uh, the Second Amendment. So we'll talk with those two guys and more here on this podcast next week. Till then, watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.